Well, hey, friends, welcome back to another episode of Leader Talks with the MYC. My name is Matt Taylor. I am the director of the MYC. It's so glad to be hanging out with you today. Uh, Leader Talks is a podcast that we built designed specifically to help you become the best leader that you can be. One of the things we believe in is that leadership is a universal language. So no matter what area of life you find yourself in, you can take leadership principles and move one step forward, whether it's at as a parent, man, it says as a pastor, as a leader in the workplace, it doesn't matter. You can move the needle forward. And so today uh, is actually a fun one that we're going to jump into. It's on the idea of stay hungry, not thirsty. Stay hungry, not thirsty. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for taking time out of your day uh, to, for us to hopefully add some value to you. We would love for you to take a moment to subscribe. And after you're done listening to it, give us a rate, a review. Let us know how we're doing and what are some things that you'd like to talk about. You can find the show notes at themyc.org. Again, that's themyc.org. Just go to the resources page. You can find it and find the notes from our previous podcast as well, as well as everything else that's happening in the world of the Mississippi youth and children for the Assemblies of God. So let's not wait a minute longer and jump right on in. Stay hungry, not thirsty. I don't know about you, uh, but man, there are some people in this world that I admire because they are so driven. They're so passionate. They're so hungry uh, for success, for dreams to become reality. Man, the list could go on on things that just I admire about them. But in the same token, there are some people that can frustrate me to no end because these jokers are thirsty, like they need some water, <laughs> give them something to drink. Uh, it's just because they're constantly, constantly seeking affirmation and attention. And instead of pursuing the dream, they're wanting people to think that they are the dream. And so it's just, uh, it's just, man, such a weird dynamic. But what I've noticed is that one of these attitudes can propel you so far and can help you accomplish the best dreams that you have, and the other can withhold you from the greatest opportunities you could ever walk into. And so the idea today is that no matter where you are on this scale, today you can choose, I will stay hungry and not thirsty. So let me give some proper definition. Okay, for me, someone who's hungry, outright, they're driven. They are driven. They are someone with specific goals and dreams that they want to achieve. It's about the end game and not about the praise. Okay. It's about the end game, accomplishing the goal and not about a praise along the journey. Okay. So thirsty, there's someone who's attention seeking. They are consumed with getting praise. They are very concerned with getting recognition for things that they have done, especially when someone else is getting recognized. Like it's not, we can't just let other people get celebrated and cheered and championed, but we have to be recognized too. Okay. Okay, so great job in youth ministry and kids ministry, but worship is like, oh, pay attention to me or great job in the behind the scenes, the greeting teams, all the host team. Great job to you. But then you have, you know, the prayer team like, oh, but you didn't even recognize us. I mean, so it's it's we can't let other people win. We have to be the center of the attention Hungry is driven. Thirsty is attention sinking. And so uh, kind of a story to illustrate staying hungry. I'm reminded of a younger Matt Taylor, and I feel bad because this is a self uh, a self story. And I try not to do them too often, but it just illustrates the point. Um, Matt Taylor, when he was 13, 14, 15, was very much a, a nerdy young man. And to be honest with you, I still am very much so. And my dream was to work at GameStop. I don't know if you've ever heard of GameStop, but it is basically... Uh, 
the wildest fantasy dream come true for a gamer. You are surrounded by video games all day. You get to play them, get to check them out, get to go, hey, you know, talk about video games all day, talk with other people who love video games. Now, don't get me wrong. I love sports and other things too, but like this was a huge part of my life. And I remember going to our local GameStop in Brookhaven, uh, Brookhaven, Mississippi. And I was talking to Rhonda. Rhonda was the store manager there. And I said, please, Rhonda, please, I would love to come work for you. I want to come work at the GameStop. Matt, we don't have any openings. And it was every week, sometimes two, three times a week, I would go back and basically beg for a job. Eventually, I got the job. I finally got the job. I guess I just got on Rhonda's nerves so much that she just like, I'd, I'd just give the kid a job, something. And what started off as two to three hours a week turned into uh, becoming a third key, which allowed me to become the assistant manager, which made way for me becoming a store manager at 20 years old. And so the journey started really because I was I was hungry. I was driven. I knew what I wanted. I had a specific goal. I wanted to work for GameStop. I wanted to ride the corporate ladder until you know I just felt this serious call to ministry and that I wanted to pursue full-time ministry. And so the idea of being hungry is basically broken down into a few principles, but one statement to sum it up would be someone who's hungry, they know what they want, and they're willing to work to get it. Someone who's hungry is they know what they want and they're willing to work to get it. And so knowing what you want would fall under the category setting long-term and short-term goals, but not just a goal, a specific goal, not like, hey, I want to be rich one day or, hey, I want to be a manager one day or, hey, I want to be a leader because there are so many different ways to get into leadership, so many different ways to get into management, so many different ways to get into corporate America or in ministry or different roles. I mean, even take the role of pastor, right? You could be a kids pastor, youth pastor, junior high pastor, worship pastor, small group pastor, 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 whatever. I mean, you could you could have that title, but specifically, what do you want to be and when do you want to get there? And so have the one, three, five-year goals. In one year, I would like to advance to this part. In three years, I would like it to look like this. In five years, I would my life, I would like my life to look like this. I would like my ministry to look like this. I would like my job to look like this. But even beyond just the one, three, and five, I would say have the one, three, and six-month goals too because it's about progression. We can have these big elaborate dreams of where we want to be, but we have to take the baby steps to get there. And how you get there is your short-term goals. Your short-term goals will help you lead into your long-term goals, right? And so know what you want and be willing to work to get it. Be specific so you can gauge your process. If you have a specific goal, you can tell very clearly if you're getting closer to it or if you're moving further from it. If you're moving further from your goal, has the goal shifted or do you need to recalibrate and get things back in line to help you keep moving forward, right? So here's the deal. You want to be in management, but what steps do you need to take to get there? What steps do you need to take to get the next promotion? And and we talk about management. Management doesn't necessarily mean people. It could be resources. It could be inventory. It could be finances. It could be uh, helping manage the back end of a bank. It could be helping lead leaders in a church. There are so many different ways we can we can define management. We can define leadership. Um, and even within your family dynamics. So so what specifically are you wanting to do? And now we have to analytically think about the steps we need to take to get there. 
right? So, so for me in, in GameStop, I knew I wanted to be a store manager. What did I need to do to be a store manager? Well, to be there, I probably needed to either be an assistant manager or a senior game advisor because there were experiences there that I needed to have that would set me up for success as a store manager. Well, how do I become the assistant manager or the third key? Well, I have to outperform and outwork my coworkers because they are fighting for the same thing too. So what are the, the performance indicators that they're looking for. So in GameStop, it was specifically uh, having high numbers. And what we call numbers would be reserves, people reserving new games coming out. It was subscriptions, subscribing, becoming a member and getting a discount card. It was having units per transaction. So we wanted people to get at least two to three units per transaction. So that was a game and a warranty on the game or a system and a controller and a game and warranties on everything, right? And so we there were some specific metrics that GameStop was looking for me as an employee, not only in performance, but also how did I deal with customers? What was my customer rating? And also how did I perform on organizing and resetting the store? So just in being a part-time game advisor, those are three huge metrics that I needed to get right for the opportunity a promotion were to come. If I would have settled and said, hey, I want to be a store manager one day. That's my goal. That's my dream. But I never understood the plan to get there then I never would have arrived. If I understood the plan to get there, but I didn't work the grind, I never would have arrived. And so we have the responsibility to know what we want to do, how we're going to do it, and then do the work to get there. You may say, I have these dreams, but I don't know how to get there. The best way to get somewhere is to ask somebody who's already been. You have this dream. You want to be the next insert dream here. Well, who do you know that's doing that incredibly well? Sit down, talk to them, take them out to coffee and say, hey, how do I do what you do? How did you get here? What are some things that I need to know? What books can I read? What podcasts can I listen to? What are some goals that I can have in place to help me get to where you are? That's the easiest, well, I say easiest, it's the easiest way to to get the information, but then now you have to process it and put it into your own context because your story may be a little bit different. Your background, your, your travel journey, your pilgrimage to get to where you're going might look a little different, so you'll have to contextualize it to your life, and that's where your one, three, six month goals come in, but then have your one, three, five year goals in place so that way you're ready to go. So you want to be in management. How do you get there? You want to be in full-time ministry. What steps do you need to take? You want to own your own business. What steps do you need to take? Who do you need to talk to? What conversations do you need to have? See, this is where being hungry comes in because this is not information people will just give to you because they think you want it. You have to chase it down. You have to fight for it. You have to work for it. You have to seek it. You have to put in the work, initiate the conversations, and be driven to get it. And then once you get it, what do you do with it? Focus it and funnel it into those different goals and watch the needle move forward. If you work the grind, recognition will come. And here's and here's a big thing. Uh, we have someone on staff with us at the assembly in Columbus, and his name is Corey Ashford. Pastor Corey is our worship pastor, and he has said one of the most profound things that has changed my life. So Corey, if you're listening, thank you. I quote you often in this, and, uh, and, and it came out of nowhere in a staff meeting. And Corey was just talking, we're just uh, just 
planning and dreaming about what the future would look like. And I don't, I don't even know where in the conversation this came from. It just came out of nowhere and it rocked it. So you ready? Here's what he said. If the music is good, you don't have to ask people to clap. If the music is good, you don't have to ask people to clap. Let's, let's translate that a little bit. If the sermon is good, you don't have to ask people to say amen. If the work is good, you don't have to ask to be recognized. Let the work speak for you. Let the music move the people. Let the sermon move the people. Let, let what you put your hands to be the thing that causes the reaction and the emotion of people helping propel you forward. How I became a store manager for GameStop was not because I said I wanted it. I wanted it. I wanted it. It's I did the things that were required of me to achieve it. What are the things in your life right now that you need to put the hand to, get the grind out, work hard, and, and let your success speak for you? And if you're struggling finding success, who do you need to talk to? What questions do you need to ask? How can you get clarity and vision to set some short-term goals to help you fulfill some long-term goals because you're driven and you know where you want to go? If the music is good, you don't have to ask people to clap. So real quick, just a short recap, set specific long-term and short-term goals and work the grind and the recognition will come because if you know what you want and you work to get it, you absolutely will get there. Stay hungry. So what about thirsty? We don't want you to be thirsty, right? The more attention you seek, the more value that you leak. I'm going to say that again. The more attention you seek, the more value you leak. If you become branded as someone constantly seeking attention, you will absolutely, without a doubt, lose value to your organization. Anytime someone else gets recognized and you make a statement, well, don't forget what I did or don't forget so-and-so and and, hey, hey, what about, uh?" and you can't let a moment of celebration pass without interjecting your leaking value. If you struggle to celebrate others, you're leaking value. If the energy it takes to pacify you becomes more than what your employer is willing to deal with, there may be transition in your future. And I'm just being very real and being very direct and being very honest because I think it's something that we need to pay attention to. Uh, If you being in the room and you having a conversation and it all comes back to you or it all comes back to how it should be and it's it's never being able to celebrate the journey for others or even if it's just every time we meet, it's we have to praise you. The, The thirstiness and the energy it takes to pacify that will eventually become too much and it's not worth the energy and the investment anymore. Now, here's the thing. I do believe, as Christy and I were talking about just a few nights ago in our home, we all have this this need to be known, this need to be needed. We want to be heard. And I think those are incredible things. And I think those are absolutely the right things. And I'm not talking about being environments where you are clearly not recognized, you're clearly not a value, and you're clearly not appreciated. Those are, those are circumstances they happen. But what I am talking about is in a healthy dynamic, in a healthy situation, uh, you should let your work speak for you. Let the hard work and the dedication and the drive speak for you. So a few things, again, going back to how can we tell if we're thirsty is number one, uh, don't constantly seek attention. Number two would be your value. Your value is directly related to what you produce. What are you producing? Now, before you come at me like, Matt, oh, that's not fair. We all, we have intrinsic value as people. We're always valuable. That's true. But compared to the vision, are you a value in the sense that the vision is trying to reach or are you a value in helping the vision reach people? 
Because if the energy is the vision reaching you and trying to pacify you and you as the leader not helping move the vision forward, then then that's not a good relationship. That's not a good dynamic because great leaders produce incredible ideas and not conversations about others or themselves. All right. So if it's what the vision can do for you and the intention comes back to you, then then the vision is not doing what it should. You as the leader need to produce incredible ideas. You need to add value to what's happening. You need to produce what the vision is there to produce. Great leaders build up a team and they don't tear it down. We celebrate the team. We don't tear it down. So-and-so is always getting attention. Well, you know what? Knock it out of the park. Make it to where they have to speak about you. And that's the competitor in me where it's just, you know what? If I'm going to do something, I want to be the best at what I do. It's not a competition with anybody around me. It's a competition within myself. So if I feel like my area is not getting recognized, I'm just going to knuckle down and grind it out and produce the best ministry, produce the best sermon, produce the best service, whatever it is that I can put my hand to, I want it to be the absolute best, and I'm going to let my work speak for me, and I'm going to build up the team around me. Number three, great leaders produce environments, conversations, thoughts, and dreams that benefit the whole. Great leaders produce environments for dreams to thrive in, conversations, thoughts, and dreams that benefit the whole. Someone thirsty is only concerned about themselves. They're only concerned about their future. They're only concerned about their dream. They're only concerned about their ideas, their thoughts, their ministries, and that doesn't benefit the team. That does not benefit the whole. And because it doesn't benefit the whole, the value of that vision, the value of the dream, although it may be incredibly valuable to the person who's dreaming it, it is not valuable to the entire organization. And here's what happens when we begin to constantly fight and we're constantly seeking attention, constantly seeking affirmation. We're constantly trying just to, hey, pay attention to me. Hey, look at what's happening here. Hey, don't forget this. And hey, 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 we're, we're draining value. And where there's a drain, it has to get fixed because we're trying to add value, not drain value. And so over time, if all we ever talk about is what we're doing, what visions we have and how people need to help us and how no one pays attention to me and it's all these conversations and it becomes a weighing down, eventually people want to put the weight down and move on. We have to add value to others. And when you focus on others and you add value to others, it will naturally result in them adding value to you. I promise you the fastest way for you to see your vision come to pass is care about somebody else and help serve them. The fastest way you will see success in your area of ministry or in your organization is you help the others around you succeed because everybody wants to be on a winning team. And if you help someone else win and you help someone else succeed and you help celebrate someone else, they will naturally want to help see you win, help see you succeed, and help see you step into the dreams that you have. So again, stay hungry, stay driven, dream big, work hard, and your time will come. But what if it doesn't, Matt, right? What if it What if it doesn't? What if we put in all this work, we put all this energy, and it just doesn't happen? Well, I have a hard time seeing that that ever could because I believe at the core of who we are is Jesus, and we trust him, and he puts those dreams in our hearts, and he trusts us to, to stay to the grind and to, to work hard and to see it come to pass and to be intentional with the, the goals and the steps that we're going to take. And here's the deal. 
I just lean into the promises that are yes and amen, and that if we knock, the door will be open to us. If we seek, if we'll find, if we ask, it'll be given to us. And because our dreams are focused on who Jesus is and what his plan and his purposes are, I have to believe that they're going to come to pass. But if at every at any point of this journey, the dream, the vision becomes about what can happen for me and how this makes me look and how I can lift myself up and I take it away from the vision of what the church should be, the ministry should be, the business should be. I take away from the vision statement. I go from being hungry to being thirsty. Then the chances are it's not going to happen. People want to be on a winning team. And a winning team is one that celebrates each other, champions each other, supports each other. And you don't have to fight hard to be noticed. To end the quote and to end the podcast with a simple thought coming back from Corey Ashford. If the music is good, you don't have to ask people to clap. If the sermon is good, you don't have to ask people to say amen. If your work is good, you don't have to beg and plead for people to notice it. It'll get recognized. I love, I love Proverbs. It says that your gift will make room for you and seat you among the great. It'll seat you among the kings. So focus on what you're doing. Focus on the journey. Focus on those short-term goals and how they turn into long-term goals. Know where you're going and hustle and grind and don't be afraid to work. It's not going to happen in a moment, but it will definitely happen in a lifetime. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't yet, it would mean so much to us if you would take a moment and subscribe. Also, don't forget, go check out themyc.org. Again, that's themyc.org where you can find our show notes and everything else that's happening in the world of Mississippi youth and children. And I would love to connect with you on social media at Matt, the number two, the Taylor, Matt two, the Taylor on Facebook and Instagram. Let's stay connected and let's stay hungry and not thirsty. Remember, this is bigger than you. Tuck your head, put out your shoulder, grind through, push through, fight, fight, fight. You can see the success and the victories in your life, but you have to hustle. You have to grind. Be intentional. Stay hungry, not thirsty. We love you guys. We'll talk to you next time.